good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Hello, Terence. Hello, Darren. So it seems not only us mere mortals have a difficulty finding the difference between our public persona and our avatar yeah. persona. No, 100%. And I mean, you know, Helen Zilla appears to be in hot water after this tweet she posted saying that some, or something to the effect that colonialism was not all bad. Not all the effects of colonialism are bad. And That's then listed a few things. That, uh, so the backlash was pretty scary, right? Mm. But before responding, I think we need to bear in mind the context. She had just come back from Singapore. She was engaging with them and looking at their journey from the beginning of their democracy mm. to where they were now. Uh, the decisions they made and the things they retain, like the infrastructure. And part of the subtext that we need to recognize is the t- uh, in that tweet um, is, to lo- uh, uh, is to look at what we've done, mm. um, which is what comes through in her very condescending colonialism wasn't all bad tweet, right? Yeah. The problem with Twitter is that you can only express yourself in 140 characters. And what she was trying to say in her foolishness, sitting there in the business class lounge Mm. um, with its faulty TV and bad air conditioning and faulty toilet (laughs) and whatever, because she wrote a long article about it afterwards, uh, which explained the journey from Singapore to the airport. Mm. Um, And um, she claimed she was misunderstood. So it's almost impossible to capture all that thinking in one single tweet, Mm. which we inevitably do. Distill it down to this ridiculous 140 character tweet um, and it's difficult to provide context in that small amount of time so the solution is very easy and we've got plenty of examples of people who shoot from the hip when they're on Twitter to back this up especially after a Chardonnay in the business class lounge Mm. allegedly Mm -hmm. so um, with these great case studies we can make an absolute absolute case to say that people should these people should not be allowed to tweet one Right. Either they need to have a publicity (coughs) machine in place that says if a tweet comes through from Helen Ziller, much like they do with a POTUS account in the United States, it will go through a process um, before making it to the public. So if Donald Trump tweets as at real Donald Trump, then it doesn't get screened. Mm. But if it tweets as at POTUS, then there's a process that has to be followed and the tweet verified and checked before it makes uh, makes the air. Mm -hmm. The same should happen with Zillow. When she tweets in her official capacity as the Premier of the Western Cape, maybe it needs to be looked at before it's posted, but when she tweets in her personal capacity, Mm -hmm. she can do whatever she, she wants to do. But either way, I think the public needs to be more protection from the lights of Helen Ziller and Donald Trump um, than we are currently being given. So this is the one thing. You either stop them from tweeting altogether or if you have a process that filters uh, their tweets. At the end of the day, someone like Helen Ziller needs to realize the context. She's sending out 140 characters Mm. of something which may be misread or misinterpreted Mm. and doesn't have a context. Um, So live with the consequences of sending out that tweet. Don't sit there griping about it afterwards, lamenting that you're misunderstood. You're bound by your words, and no matter how much you say you want to take it back, you can't take it back. It's already out there. Live with the consequences. And there's no use crying that it's Twitter and it only allows 140 characters. Mm. You need to acknowledge the platform. Mm. If you're writing an editorial for, I don't know, the Mail and Guardian or the Guardian newspaper or Mm. something, and you've got three pages and 2,000 words, go for gold. Write and explain your story, Mm. but understand the medium. The medium is by its very nature going to be completely superficial, contextless information. Mm. The second option is to say that we know these people as we know them, people who cause general mayhem. So you can just have a warning system like, you know, that little blue tick that you get that verifies the account. Mm. 
perhaps uh, put a skull and crossbones yes. on their name. Yes. And yes. so when Warning, they tweet, this, this account might be ratchet. Exactly. When they tweet, you are, you are warned that you're about to read nonsense. <laughs> yes. At the end of the day, you know, there needs to be public outrage about everybody that propagates hate speech. Mm. And there are plenty of them. When a black politician tweets things like um, uh, or sings about killing white farmers, mm. there needs to be the same outrage. Yep. If you were to scour deeper into the Twitter feeds, you will find this. I came across a lunatic the other day that is complete Nazi white supremacist. Mm. And I couldn't believe that this guy was out there posting. And getting away with stuff. it. And, and hadn't, hadn't been blocked. or uh, 100%. And at the end of the day, you're entitled to their objection, uh, to their objection or on anything that anyone says. So you're entitled to object anything that anyone has says. Mm. You can have a conversation about it, debate it, be outraged and do all kinds of things. But what you can't do, and which I find a lot of the response to Helen Ziller's tweet was, mm. you can't be violent or call people to violence against a person mm. because that's an infringement on their constitutional right Correct. to speech. Correct. If it's hate speech, that's different to having an opinion that might not be a great opinion. Mm. Then there's a process. You report it to the Human Rights Commission and then you have an investigation and that person will be sanctioned. Correct. We need to allow our democratic institutions to function. Mm. If you start to clamp down on people's opinions because they make you uncomfortable, yeah. then that we're not really going anywhere. Yeah. You will have all these people like Helen Ziller and others who might have unpopular opinions and I'm not saying that her opinion was unpopular mm. but you might have these people with unpopular opinions who take those opinions around the bry into their gated estates yep. and continue to hold those opinions and mm -hmm. ferment them yep. in those little social circles. And continue a hateful hurtful narrative within their own little tribe and 100%. no one is any the wiser to that this uh, undercurrent of yeah. of, uh, of hate is there. 100%. And, what social, and I've argued this before what, what social media does is it exposes I, I say you shouldn't sanction these people you shouldn't uh, keep them quiet you need to know that they're out there and this is yeah. what they're saying yeah. and know that they're people that you don't want to associate 100 percent. you know it that's that's not uh that's not constructive mm. um at all and people uh, that don't people need to know that we don't live in this rose tinged rainbow nation that's ridiculous mm. because it's obvious to anybody that would open their eyes and see that we don't live in that country. Yeah. And we can pretend to if we don't hear those kinds of opinions being spoken. And let me tell you something, it isn't just us. Go have a look at the sub-tweets um, uh, with uh, Donald Trump and the li and his uh, minions, his surrogates like uh, Hannity and uh, Bill O'Reilly. And have a look at those Hate comments Hannity. there. The hate speech! Yeah. Uh, you've got your very alternative right and then you've got you know what is now becoming almost a violent left. 100%. Um, and the same is happening in Europe and in France and in Germany and in the UK where you have two different camps of different views and the speech towards each other is hateful and hurtful and yeah. sometimes inciting violence. So this is our reality. This is our dispensation. Yeah. And the fact is social media has created a space for the good and the bad to have a voice so mm. it's a bit more open. It's yeah. not anonymous. Yeah. So there's no censoring it and I don't think you should. You can't close Pandora's box. Yeah. So what you can do is be aware of its dangers and protect yourself. And also, you know, you know that this person, Julius Malema, whoever mm. the case may be, that's their narrative. That's what they tweet about. Yeah. Um, so don't complain when, you know, when you see. And exactly. See all and he's very consistent. Like I've never seen a movie review on his account. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so that's that. Is that that? Do we have a blog or anything on this? The blog is up. Yes. It's on and our website. Comment there. Okay. Listen.
And it's your comment. It's your it's your freedom of speech. Say exactly what you want to on our website, ECR. There's also a poll on, on that blog. What's so the poll? What's the poll? It. Should politicians um, what is it? Should politicians have their social media managed? Excellent question. All right, that's on our website, ecr.co.za. And if you want to contact Terence directly, be, uh, you know he does have the uh, ability to block you if necessary. But mostly, he's he's. Uh, I he's, don't though because he doesn't. You you. That's your opinion. Exactly. So it's at Terence Pillay, one R in Terence. At Terence Pillay, one. One R in Terence. Thank you, Terence. Thanks, Darren. Darren, Kerry, and Sky. East Coast Breakfast.